0: This episode was recorded at the same time that we recorded episode 56, uh, and therefore we do just dive right into it after the intro music. Enjoy. segment of this pod. Now, I think this is really important because everyone thinks that Buckets and I agree on everything, so it's really <laughs> good to have um, there's some of the feedback we've got, so it's really good to have some difference of opinion. Um, and I want to start with one that was on ESPN First Take, uh, which was, would you rather Giannis's ring or KD's two rings? Um, and Mr. Uh, Mister Tulsha the floor is yours.
1: <laughs> right, so I um... Look, I mean, two two's better than one, really, in my, in my opinion. I prefer to have to have two rings. Um, you know, I think that um, you've still got to put in the work. You've still got to turn up. You've got to hit big shots in big games. You've got to put up the numbers. You've got to, um, you know, I know that definitely the knock on Kevin Durant is he went to the Golden State Warriors who already won a ring and... You know they were so much better, and you know if that and the other, but um, you know in my mind he still had to turn up. He's still the MVP, still the highest performer um, in the playoffs. Um, You know, really, you know he was the main reason why they why they won those two rings those two years. Really, Um, you know, and I think that two trophies and two finals MVPs in the cabinet looks much better than one. So um, you know, in my mind it's a bit of a no brainer. I know that people are gonna. You know, talk about Giannis and working hard, and you know, building a side and whatnot. But, um, you know, as as Pat was alluding to before, you know, an inch, an inch difference. Where if um, KD hits that shot, the Bucks are going home. So, you know, I think that um, you know, and I think that you know, if, if if Giannis didn't win this year, he might not win next year, and then who knows when you'd get it. And then his legacy wouldn't wouldn't be wouldn't be talking about him now. So, um, no, look in in my mind, um, yeah, two's much better than one, and you know, I'd take it and move on.
0: Buckets, how do you respond?
1: Well, firstly, uh, touching
2: on us always agreeing. So on this pod, we generally are speaking in hot facts and it's hard to disagree on facts. Uh, We can be forgiven for always agreeing. But uh, in regards to this one, so for me, Giannis' ring would be far more satisfying. So... You know, you can see the amount of respect and admiration that he's gotten from his peers. We saw that in, in the outpouring of support um, through Twitter and that after the game because of the way that, that he did it. So, you know, to to build something from scratch, to, to be drafted by that team, to stay there for eight years, go through all the ups and downs, go through those previous playoff failures, you know, then to have an opportunity to leave in free agency after going through those failures and deciding, no, I'm going to stay and try to um, break through with this team. I think that's going to make it so much more satisfying to win a championship that way than the way that, that Kevin Durant did it in Golden State. So for me personally, I would rather the one feeling that Giannis has right now, and that satisfaction of winning a championship that way than feeling the way Kevin Durant did twice in Golden State and have people, I guess, question the legitimacy of those rings that he won there. So for me, I would much rather one time feeling the way Giannis feels now and the respect that he's gotten from his peers than what Kevin Durant got to feel twice in Golden State.
0: Pat, where do you sit uh, in this...
3: Debate. I like I like Tosh's response. Two is more than one. I like <laughs> I like that. I think it really comes down to how you you, you oh, and yeah, the personalities of the two. I think kind of is what splits it for me. Is you got one guy who is literally out there concerned about his legacy and has no issue talking about him. he's playing his career for a legacy, and then you've got a guy that just is playing. So you've got. KD, who in a similar way to LeBron, right, he couldn't get it done where he was and felt the pressure, needed to get the monkey off the back and and had to go somewhere and and, and do that. And then I think, you know, the difference is that I think once LeBron did that and figured out what he needed to do to get that, he understood and he, he kind of got the code and he went and he went to 10 straight finals. So whereas KD, yeah, he's had an injury, but he left, He went and did that. He had, what, three finals runs in a row, did the Achilles in the last one. So I think he kind of, you know, found the blueprint as well because he ends up in Brooklyn and he gets Kyrie there with him. You know, he gets hard and he gets the people he needs around him to be successful. I think in this modern era, that's what these players are doing. They figure out what they need around them to help them win. And I think that's what he's done, whereas Giannis is just, you know, again, we can talk about it being a... A good timing for a ring for him, you know, he got lucky, you could say, or he could beat who was in front of him. So I don't know. It's it's preference wise, you know. KD needed to go and win those rings for his own personal mindset to go on. This is my. I need a, I need to win rings. That's my legacy. Whereas Giannis, I think, as 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 buckets kind of said and alluded to, it's if I'm taking one from. A respect standpoint, I'm taking Giannis'. I'm not really the – yeah, for me, it's not about a legacy. At the end of the day, I like to win. I like to win with – I like to be a part of a team that wins. So I still want my two over one, but if I'm the superstar and I'm precious, then, yeah, I'm probably going to take the KD route. But for me, if you want to talk about hard-earning it, you're taking the Giannis one. It's, I'm fence-sitting is my answer. I'm fence-sitting. <laughs>
1: I think, I think it comes down to the question though, is, you know, like it was put, you know, who would you rather Giannis is one or, or KD's two? Like, I think it depends, like, you know, Heath, like Heath was talking about the satisfaction element of it, but you know, if you break it down and go, would you rather have Giannis is one ring or KD's two, regardless of what the satisfaction or the hard work or all anything like that is, you know, what would you, like, what would you prefer to have? Um, and that's sort of where my answer comes into it is two, two is better than one. And, you know, it, it, Superstars often talk about how hard it is to win rings. So, you know, I think that Giannis winning his second ring may never come. So I'm sure if you said Giannis now, would you prefer two over one? He'd probably say two.
3: You know what? I think I'm going to jump off the fence and the and Buckets is going to love this. <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer KDs. I prefer oh. KDs because <laughs> you want to be, as, as you've just, as Tosh has just kind of alluded to, right? You, you want to win and you want to beat the best. You beat LeBron. He beat the best. Giannis beat Devin Booker and a 36-year-old Chris Paul.
2: Yeah, but Kevin Durant only beat LeBron because he came back with all his big brothers. He got beat down in the schoolyard, ran home, got his brothers to come back, and then now he's saying he won the fight. What was his record against (laughs) LeBron before he went to Golden State?
3: Hey, sometimes you need help in a fight. You go get that help, you go win the fight. He
2: he had plenty of help. He, He had plenty of help in Oklahoma City.
3: I think the other thing that people get kind of like torn over is that Golden State went and recruited him because they lost to LeBron. That's why they did it. Like, it's not like KD lost to old Golden State and he's like, oh, I'm going there. They were like, hold on, we can't beat LeBron. Like, we did. And now he kind of figured us out. So we need to go back and figure him out. So they went and got KD. So... I feel like Kaita gets a raw end of a stick there. If, if I had Steph Curry and Klay Thompson ringing me saying, "Hey, come play," oh, shit, really? Okay. Well, do you want me to? Like, am I gonna get? The ball? yeah. Okay, I'll come play. Like, it's a it's a hard thing to say no to when you've got Russell Westbrook and Serge Ibaka. Was James Harden still there? Is he still there at yeah,
2: that stage? He he was
3: gone. He went into. He's gone. The exactly. Opening. Yeah. Sorry, they they chose Ibaka over him. So there you go. So, do you want to play with Steph Curry? I don't know if you, if, I mean, Heath, you've played some good basketball. If you, if you can play with two good players or you can play with one really good player, one tall bloke, what what are you going to do?
2: If I feel like I can beat those two good players with my one good player and one tall bloke, I'm going to beat them.
0: <laughs> and I think, for, um, I, I think for me, the reason. The thing, the thing we're talking about is that we're in
3: house fighting on the Western, sorry, Reg, we're in house fighting on the Western Conference. Like you're only worrying about beating that person. You still got LeBron sitting over here, just going. I don't care what you do, I'm gonna be here. So, mm. was did, did, was KD thinking about even beating LeBron, or was he just thinking about beating them?
1: I think, and I think we, we often forget too that you know LeBron going to Miami, I think, is a very similar move, uh, as as you alluded to, mate. Um, you know, Pat, yes. it's definitely here we go. Here we go. It's, it's definitely definitely. Um, you know, LeBron couldn't. I mean, LeBron got to the finals in 2007 and then couldn't make it up and all the way up until 2011 and thought, I can't win a ring here. I've got to go and team up with basically two very, very good players. In Dwayne Wade being pretty much a top five player and Chris Bosh being, I don't know what do you call him top ten, maybe fifteen in the he league could, at that time. He could, could, um, couldn't get couldn't get
3: back to the NBA finals. Could he after 2007? So that's why no. oh, he ran off to the Maui Heat. I only played once in the. Yeah, once to the finals yep. before he. Yeah, yeah. That's it. yeah. So, Abs- yeah no.
1: absolutely, keep, keep and talking then, you know,
3: facts. And then, keep talking facts.
1: And then and then and then goes in there and, and, and spends four years <laughs> at Miami, only wins only wins two rings, and um, you know, it's very similar.
0: Before we get to that next debate, let me jump <laughs> in and educate two people on this conversation <laughs> about the artist, <laughs> the versus Katie debate. The reason that it is a debate is because it's not clear. If we're just going <laughs> sheer numbers, two beats one, why is it a debate then? If we're just going two beats one, let me tell you why. Context is everything in a team sport. In an individual sport, it's very, very different because you can just go off who wins the most. Context in a team sport is so important, particularly when we talk about the, great, the greats of the greats. You know, there's, As I said before, there's levels to this. There's levels of guys who get critiqued at a certain way compared to others. Look at the Jordan versus LeBron debate. Some people, some people will say Jordan's got six and LeBron doesn't. And that's that's their call. That's their area that they use. Majority of people, well, I shouldn't say majority of people because there's a lot of Nuffies out there, but some <laughs> people will use more context to the debate. And that's, that again, that's why it is a debate because it's not <coughs> clean cut. I understand the exactly that two beats one, you, you want to win more. If I could have one trophy or two, I'd rather have two as well. But if I'm at a crossroads and I go, do I take a simpler path to go and get two? Uh, yes, I've still got to work. Yes, we've still got to, everyone's got to be healthy, blah, blah, blah. But we, we, we all just got to assume, I think, when you have these sorts of things that that's going to happen. You're not going to go in there saying, well, no, this team's going to lose their four best players and that's why I'll win a ring. Or do you go, I think I've got enough here. We, we were just, just short. Of knocking that team out. We had a 3 1 lead. I, to, to me, uh, yeah, told you was saying it's a no brainer one side. So to me, it's a no brainer the other side. So if I want those crossroads, I'm going, let's run it back. Let's beat these blokes. I'm um, as competitive as they come. I ain't going to join someone and just walk my way into something. It's not going to feel as good. To Heat's point earlier about the satisfaction, um, I want to beat the best. And I know there's a different mindset. <clears throat> I guess, back in the day to, to what there is now. That's the way the league goes with player movement, et cetera, et cetera. But it is more, I guess, of an old school mentality that, no, no, no. Me and my guys, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. And I remember Reggie Miller was saying at his, um, just before his Hall of Fame induction, he was interviewed by someone on, um, on I think it was NBA TNT or something like that. Um, and he said, uh, ultimately, you, you play this game to win a ring. And I didn't but I would not change sticking and staying with Indiana the entire time trying because I felt like I could. And to me, that there's your answer to this debate. Now, I'm not saying you, you can d- agree or disagree, and um, I don't actually mind playing movement either because, as you know, as a Bulls fan, we could go from shit to good really, really quickly, and I'm a fan <laughs> of that. Um, but for me, that, the reason that it's a bait is because it's not clear-cut um, mm. It is. What would you choose? And again, two is better than one in ninety nine percent of things in the world. I agree. But the context to me is everything mm. in this one, and that's why I'm taking I'm taking Giannis's because he bet on himself and believed in himself and the guys that are around him. And um, I I, you, I don't think you could say he was foolish in that because they were around about the mark. Um, and so, so here they are now. You know, um, winning a win the championship and um, I'd take his over over KD's too. And again, it's, if it was, would you rather two rings or one? I think it's a very different answer, but it's would you Hmm. rather KD's two rings or Giannis's one?
1: Yeah, that's fair.
3: I think it's rough being a, being a superstar, isn't it? Geez, I like, mm. you just think it's rough, it, right? You, it is. It's,
0: it's rough, it's, and that—that's the thing. You're in that tier that you—you you, you get all the – people talk about. you left, right, and center, and it's so much harder than the person who's that next level down, because you're in that category. It just—it is what but it like, is. Like you go it's, and look at,
3: like, you go and look at that, for example. You go and look. So KD goes, and you know, he he lucks. He lucks. He lucks out. He goes to the Gold State Warriors. Whereas, you know, you look at someone like, for example, Kobe. Gee, he gets lucky. Shaq pops up around. He comes to LA around the same time and they build into a pretty good team, don't they? Like, you know, it's... Again, it's, context.
0: It's, context.
3: You know, it's like Boston, right? Yeah. Boston, I'll sit back. You're making my point for me. I'll sit back. Chris, just keep, just keep I'm, talking I'm, context. I'm, keep talking. I'm on. with you. I'm, I'm, with, you. I like, I'm with you. I like, <laughs> I, I like your point of context because like Tim Duncan, man, like the Spurs missed one. Like they were, they were great. They had one bad mm. year. They land Tim Duncan. Like, think of David Robinson's career. He was already solidified. Then they go out and get this kid and he's like, oh God. Like in back in those days too, when you got the, you know, the Twin Towers and the big guys were the, the premier guys. God, David Robinson's life got a little bit easier, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's probably, he probably wouldn't have played on as long as he didn't got that that ring in 03. if he uh did he get the 03? No, so he got yeah, ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. He, got so no he 03. To he 03. Oh three. Yeah. He hung on for oh 03, too, didn't he? So, he, like he, probably, yeah. he probably doesn't hang on for oh 03 if he's the one taking the hits. Like, you look at Pat Ewan, mm. you
1: know,
3: you don't hang on that long.
1: Mm. And it's interesting, Reg, about, um, you know, that to talking about Reggie Miller saying he'd he like to be stuck by Indiana. Uh, but I reckon it'd be interesting to know, you know, players that have won multiple rings, you know, or, or rings over different clubs, what their thoughts of that are. You know, like, what does Kawhi Leonard think? What does LeBron James think?
3: What does um, Dwayne Wade
1: think? Dwayne Wade yeah. got his
3: first one because Shaq landed there. What does Dwayne Wade mm. think about it?
1: Mm.
3: Yep. Context. Mm. Context. Good call, context. Reg. Context. <laughs> the answer to the question
0: is context. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like it. That's a good good solve.
3: I, I, I do feel sorry for KD, in that point though, because you at the end of the day, as a basketballer, all you want to do is win. Mm. And he went he went and won. And people get on him because he went and won. I mean, at the end of the day, I'd sit back. I mean, he's a bit more precious than most NBA players. Let's put it down there, to be honest. But at the end of the day, surely you can sit back and go, you know what, I don't care how I did it. I won. I won. I've got two of them. If that's the only – and Heath said a little bit earlier that he's missed the boat and that's going to be the last one he's going to win. So, you know, there's some acid there. I don't think with that <laughs> team he's got, he's probably going to compete for a couple more. But facts. Facts are
2: facts.
0: All right, moving on to the next debate, the last debate of the debate segment of this uh, pod. And we know where it was going because Tolsh alluded to it earlier about KD's move to Golden State being the same as LeBron's move um, to the Heat. I've, I'll go quickly just to get my short view out of the way because I'd much rather leave it to the two guys who will go the most at it, that being Buckets and, and uh, <laughs> But But for me, they are different. Um, and I still am in the same boat with, with Stephen A. Smith that KD's move to the Warriors was the weakest move by a superstar ever. Um, jumped on a bandwagon that was already rolling, and if it wasn't for LeBron and Kyrie doing ridiculous things the year before, I think Golden State would have been coming off back-to-back titles. Um, and as I said earlier, KD just lost to them the previous year and decided to go and join the top dog, um, which definitely makes the road easier. Um, so for me, they're different things. I, I, I did not like uh, what LeBron did back then. I'll admit that. Um, I hope I've gotten wiser as I've gotten older um, and I've come to like it a little bit more. Still don't like it too much because obviously they knocked out the Bulls in the 2011 finals. And then I was pretty happy with the finals result after that. <laughs> but uh, for me, it was not quite the same level um, as what Kevin Durant did. And uh, I could go a little bit further on, but I'll I'll leave it there and, and get Pat's thoughts. Um, and then we'll jump to the other two lads.
3: I could be quick because this this could be this could be fun to watch at the popcorn ready. Exactly. Uh, I'm,
0: gonna, I'm gonna mute my microphone and just sit back.
3: The <laughs> <laughs> weakest move by a superstar in NBA history. That's a big bomb from Stephen A, but it's you know it's an accurate one. Uh, like.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, um, which one's worse is that the question are they the same thing uh, is what LeBron did and Katie did the same thing
3: yes they leaving are. a
0: team together go... okay why
3: they're the exact same thing because they both left for the exact same reason to win
0: what about the context to... of how they left and where they went etc etc cetera? Et cetera?
3: Katie came out with a what a statement LeBron made a whole TV summer series show about it so <laughs> I mean,
2: had a couple million for the kids.
3: Context is a good thing, right? Context is a good thing. No, I mean, come I come
0: mean, it. context leading up to the decision, <laughs> <laughs> not the actual Sorry. decision itself.
3: <laughs> Just had to get that in. Um, I'm still not okay with it. He's plays for us now, so I've got to support it. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I think it's easier. It, the context behind it is, is that one knew what he was going into. The other one was agreeing to go into a – like they were building a roster, right? So he, he knew he was going in with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. They didn't really know exactly what the final pieces would be after that, but they had a key nucleus where Golden State – and again, like what What did Miami – Heath, you're probably better off answering what, – what, what did Miami finish the year before LeBron and Bosh landed there? Did they make the playoffs?
2: Hey, the players got knocked out in the first round.
3: First round, right. So, and they would have had Dwayne Wade, at who would have been their second best player that year. Best player. Who was their second best, sorry?
2: Uh, probably Eudonis oh, Haslam or Mario Chalmers, I guess. Yuck. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Eudonis um, is mean, you, a superstar, mate. You know, he's really good. <laughs> Yeah, so
2: I love that.
3: We 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 kind of already, I kind of already talked about this earlier, but you've got again. He either way, he he, KD was leaving a team to win, and yeah, it would be hard to say no to Steph Curry and Klay Thompson when you've got what Westbrook and a Barker. But yeah, I don't know. It's they're two. I don't think you can really compare them in sense. that yes, they both left to win, but KD left to go. No, yeah, you're right. I don't know. I can't choose. KD's worse. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. You guys argue it out and then come back to me and I'll take <laughs> notes and they'll come back.
0: All right, Pat, let's meet our mics. Let's just enjoy. <laughs> so
2: for me, they're, they're not the same thing. Yes, you can say they're for the same reasons. Yes, they both want to win championships. But... What they did is not the same thing. So you were saying before, you know, LeBron made the the finals in 2007 and then couldn't get back and then left in 2010. What you left out of that is you didn't say the whole picture. After 2007, Danny Ainge and Kevin McHale got in a room together and had a handshake agreement to send Kevin Garnett from um, the Timberwolves to Boston for nothing. Then they add Ray Allen. So you've got three Hall of Famers that assemble in Boston for the 2007-2008 season. So a lot changed in the Eastern Conference after that finals run from Cleveland in 2007. So you've got to give a full picture of what happened. And then for the pre- preceding three years after that, LeBron comes up against that Boston team in 2008, gets beaten in six games. Then Kevin Garnett gets injured in 2009, but they come up against a red-hot Atlanta Magic team, get bumped in the Eastern Conference finals that year, then come up against that same Boston team in 2010, again, losing six games. While all throughout that time, LeBron is balling out, averaging 35, nearly a triple-double each time, and Cleveland failed to put any significant players around him. They had Mo Williams, who was their only all-star, and he's only an all-star because both Jameer Nelson and Chris Bosh pulled out, so he was the second replacement on that um, all-star team in 2009. And then they put an old fat shack around him. So you've got a guy there that has given the Cleveland franchise seven seasons to put anyone around him to try to compete for a title. And they failed to do so. So he had to take matters into his own hands. He didn't have a team that was able to compete with three Hall of Famers and a star in Rondo in Boston and knew that Cleveland weren't going to do anything about that. So he was going to be the same thing year on year. He was going to come up against these teams that were far better than him and he couldn't realistically compete in Cleveland. So what he does is he goes, yep, I've got Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. We're going to go to Miami who has one player under contract in Mario Chalmers, an unproven coach, a team that just got bounced in the first round of the playoff, and we're going to build a completely new roster and try to compete for championships against this Boston Celtics team in the East and whoever comes out of the West. To give myself a realistic chance to be able to compete for a team goal being a championship, because I can't do anything more individually in Cleveland. Whereas then you on the flip side, you've got Kevin Durant who's playing in Oklahoma City. He's got a bona fide superstar in Russell Westbrook as his running mate. You've got great role guys in Steven Adams and Serge Ibaka. You're in the Western Conference Finals against a Golden State Warriors team that you're up 3-1 on. You then lose that 3-1 lead you as Kevin Durant don't show up in game six and seven where your running mate, Russell Westbrook does, if you're just a little bit better in that game six, especially at home, you close that series out, you're going to the finals and competing for a championship against Cleveland. And then following that, you go into that summer and instead of either saying, no, we were three, one up, we can compete for a championship with this current team. Let's run it back. Or even saying, okay, no, I don't like Russell Westbrook. I'm going to go and find another superstar to play with that I think will be able to compete better against that Golden State team and compete for championships. But he didn't do that. He said, no, I'm going to go and join the team that we would just 3-1 up on and go and just settle into that, that team over there that had already won a championship in 2015 had all their pieces in place, had their culture, had gone through all the trials and ups and downs and learnings that you have to go through as a, as a team before you can break through and winning championship, like what Miami had to do in 2011, and just basically play your role. Go in there, yes, score a lot of points, grab a lot of rebounds, play defense, but everything else is set in stone and you just have to play your role which is completely different to going and having to build something from scratch, go through all those lessons and do what they had to do in Miami to compete against the other teams that he couldn't compete with in Cleveland. For those two moves to be the same, LeBron would have had to say at the end of 2010, right, I can't beat this Boston team. I'm going to go and join them and go and join Ray Allen, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and cruise his way to a championship in Boston instead of going and getting players that could then compete and beat that Boston Celtics team.
3: Can I just right. fact-check fact one thing just quickly? Like that? Please. <clears throat> You're saying LeBron couldn't beat Boston and he like he struggled to beat Boston? They went to seven. They went to seven in 08. Yes. They went to seven in 08 and then he lost yep. in six.
2: In, in ten yes
3: so I mean that's not struggling he didn't get swept it's it's he's not struggling to compete with him he's competing with them it goes to game six and game seven I mean come on here
2: so three straight playoff appearances and are they, there they
3: are- they shit the bed against Orlando. like, like Dwight, They didn't have anyone to compete against. Well, Dwight, they I didn't. That's they fair. come up
2: against a team that was running hot. You had Dwight in career best form, Correct. Came second in the MVP, surrounded by shooters that were all shooting the lights out. Probably the first team before Golden State to really utilize the three-point line. So they, that, they, that Orlando they, team shouldn't be slept on.
3: The The, the difference is that Cleveland were numb every year that LeBron, before he left Miami, they were the number one seed from 08 to leading yes. Cleveland will end up
2: one seed
3: the entire team. They're the best team in the yes. East. Yes. Yeah, that's that was the best
2: team in the East. There, but it's all on the back of him. So look at what he did. He couldn't have done much more. So if you look back at those three playoff runs, LeBron can't have done much more and the Cleveland GM did nothing to put any help around him. I don't think Kevin Durant can look at that 2016 playoff run and think, could I have done any more, especially in those last three games against Golden State? Look at the numbers and the performances that LeBron put up in those series, especially the series against Boston, and say, "Oh, LeBron didn't show up, or LeBron could have done more."
3: No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying he never showed up. I'm just saying
2: they competed. His team to compete. Yeah, because he's doing unworldly <laughs> things for them to even have a chance to compete against them. Hey, that's what's required in playoffs, right? Sometimes you got to ball out, and sometimes you need some help. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he was bawling oh. out. So, okay, two thousand and six, Kobe Bryant against the Phoenix Suns in the first round. Oh yeah, is that on? Is that on Kobe Bryant, or is that on the Lakers having no help around him? Oh
3: well, I mean, you know, he balled out, right? And they lost.
2: Could Isn't Kobe it? have done more
3: in that series? It, it probably could have, but I mean, it's a bit.
2: You know, it is what it is. <laughs> Mate, you—that's what I'm saying. You've got—it's—it's it's got to be—you've got to have a realistic chance. You look back on those three playoff runs. If you're LeBron James, you said that I cannot do much more than what I'm doing now. I need to get some help around me.
3: Absolutely, absolutely.
2: I mean, oh, Griffin was, it,
3: was Griffin was Griffin the GM at the time.
2: I couldn't tell you if he was. I reckon or... it
3: was Griffin at the time. He's got a lot to answer for. There's no doubt about that.
2: He's also got to have an owner that's willing to make and sign the check.
3: That's the other part
0: of it. Yeah. Tosh, before you said they were the same thing. Tell us why.
1: Right. So I um I mean I've got a few points that I that I'd like to bring up as to why I think that they are the same thing or um nearly nearly very similar. Is I guess you know Pat touched on it a little bit in my mind. Um, you know. As a player and as a superstar, you're always wanting to um, compete and win for championships. I mean, you know, I, I mean, you can bring up all the facts you want that you know LeBron joined Miami and you know all they had was Mario Chalmers, Dwayne Wade, and, and Chris Bosh. But you know, I mean, if you're thinking that those three players aren't going to be basically the best three players in the league that could play together at that point in time for the most for the most part. I mean, obviously there are better players than Chris Bosh, but you know if you want to go under the guys that, that that those three players you know going to that team were an unknown whether they'd be a championship contender, you're absolutely kidding yourself. You've got LeBron who was the best player in the game at the time, Dwayne Wade, who was top five, they complemented each other really, really well. And with a Chris Bosch who could hit mid-range and threes and he's a you know certified big guy. Um you know I, I just don't think that you know to come under the illusion that oh them going there was never going to be a guaranteed chip is um is just false. Um, same. I mean, and I guess an example would be that, you know, I know earlier on in the year in our basketball group chat that we have, you know, I tried to give KD a bit of a pass with the fact he's coming off an Achilles injury and I was met with pretty big criticism that he's healthy, he's good, he's got Kyrie, he's got Harden. If, if he doesn't win this year, they are the best team to win it. So, you know, I mean, you know back, back in... You know, back in 2011, they were the best team in the league, and that you know he shouldn't have had any excuses. And now, apparently, he is because you know as soon as KD makes up makes a decision, makes a decision to improve his team and improve his chances of winning, he's a he's the biggest villain in the NBA. Um, which to me is um, you know is is it doesn't marry up in in my mind. I think that LeBron went to Miami knowing that he needed help and knowing that he needed to change change it up. Um, To to win the ring, and um, he knew that going into Miami was was basically a guaranteed chip at some point in those two or three years that he signed. Like, um, you know, that's that's my first point. I mean, every NBA coach will tell you that. um, You know, you can't win the NBA championship and then rest on your laurels and just come back again and do it again. Every team has to adapt and get better every year. You've got to make changes. You, You know, you can't stay on the top of the hill having the same thing day in day out every year. You know, so I'd, I'd be surprised if Milwaukee Bucks come back next year with just with no changes. I think that they'll make some changes to try and tweak their game plan and whatnot because you've always got to keep getting better. Um, you know, that's essentially what Golden State Warriors were doing when they when they thought, you know, we've got we, we've got to have help. We've, we've lost in the finals. We've got to get. We've got to adjust our team. Um, and KD was was an option to get. Um, so that's my other point. My other point is, you know, Heath brought up about the fact that um, you know, it'd be like if if LeBron joined Boston. Um, you know, if you can't beat them, join them kind of attitude. Again, this is, I don't like dealing in a lot of hypotheticals, but I'm suggesting the reason why he didn't go to Boston was probably because they had no cap space and there was no way that they could get him across there without completely dismantling the team. But I do have a feeling that if they went to him and said, we've got cap space for you, we can keep K, you know, KG, Ray Allen, Rondo, Paul Pierce." You know, I I wonder if LeBron makes a different decision than going to Miami and, and, and joining up and, and making what's in his best interest because he had the the, you know, the monkey on his back about winning a championship too. So, um, you know, and I think that you know, in my mind, that's what that's why they're the same. They both couldn't win a ring. They were both battling and trying to contend to win it. Um, I mean, so far the only context difference is that KD joined a team that was, like, had like had already won a chip, but. LeBron was joining a team anyway that was basically guaranteed a chip, in my in my opinion. So to me, they're a very, they're a very similar move. Um, and I think that, you know, it's like basketball's a business, you know, realistically, you've got to as a player, you've got to put yourself in the best position to, you know, to win and to be um you know, best place for your career every year, and I mean that's why there's so much player movement. And I mean, you know, the NBA teams don't care. When you, I guarantee you, if you get injured or you hurt yourself, they trade you out quick smart because you know you're not an asset to them. So I think that, um, yeah, in my mind, there just needs to be, you know, they're basically the same thing. You know, you have to come out and make what's best, the best decision for your career. And um, LeBron did that, and Katie did that, and they were both making moves which, which note which they knew would give them you know, a 99% chance of winning a ring. I
3: feel like context has been a really good point of this pod, Reg, and to provide context. <laughs> for moving further, OKC, right? So you talk about LeBron being the number one seed for the three years before he leaves Cleveland to go to Miami and runs into a hot, hotted up Boston and, and, a, and, a, and a hot Orlando for one year. And yes. that's that, he, he can't get through. So K, OKC in 2012, they go to the finals and they lose to Miami, lose to yes. LeBron Wade and Bosch. Yes. 2013, they finish the first seed and get absolutely barnstormed by a all-out defensive attack by Memphis. You know, so. A, even if they get through Memphis, they've got to get through San Antonio. San Antonio eventually go on and should have won that NBA Final Series if it wasn't for the great man Ray Allen himself. But so <laughs> yeah, got, no, it's Yeah, it's just
2: Ray Allen. No one else did anything.
3: No, anyway, that's how I only remember Ray Allen's shot. Um, yeah, no, they went Bosch, down by
2: ten going to the fourth, and LeBron has seventeen and it is all just Ray Allen shot.
3: Bosch rebound outlets to Allen. Bang. Yep. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, um, <okay.
1: laughs>
3: we we moved to we moved to twenty fourteen where again they run in they run through Memphis. They get Memphis back in the first round. They lose. They beat the Clippers, who again were in that competing stage. And then they go to San Antonio and they lose to San Antonio. And then in, in 15, again, you know, he, he runs through. They don't make it in 15. I'm pretty sure that's the year where him and Westbrook both get hurt and they don't make the playoffs.
2: So that Memphis series, that was the series Westbrook was hurt. Yep. Yeah, And then there was a series when Kevin Durant in, was hurt in 13. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. So 13, they don't get it done. 14, they don't get They make it all over the comments finals, don't get it done. 15, they both get injured, they don't make yeah. it. And then 16, they don't get it done. So yeah. same trajectory, right? He, he, he leaves his team because his team's not good enough to win. He understands that. He sees that he's the team that Sam Presti's built isn't good enough to win. They can't get past the hump. Yeah, they're 3-1 up. And he, he you know, he has a bad game in game six, but he plays pretty good in game seven. He plays pretty good in game seven. And his support isn't there in game seven from his teammates. So they're very think- similar. They're very similar paths, right? That, that three years before they both leave, they're very similar paths. Except mm. OKC are in the West. They've got yeah. San Antonio. They've got Memphis. They've got the Clippers. LeBron's got Boston we three
2: three Hall of Famers with Rondo, and two That's of those saying. losses you've only gone got in those Oklahoma City ones. Okay, 2013 they lose Harden in free agency, and then Westbrook gets hurt. They, <laughs> they, gets hurt. they make a choice.
3: They make a choice to keep yeah, marker over the home. team. They make a yes. choice. So then they 2014
2: happens. And then 2015 happens, and they're both hurt again. So 2016 is really the only first playoff run that they have where they've matured from losing James Harden from that first Finals appearance in 2012 with new members coming in. A Buck is coming of age, Adams is coming of age. So that's their real first healthy run as a team. So to say that those previous ones can be used like the previous ones with LeBron, it doesn't provide the right context because they weren't fully healthy in those runs.
3: They're they're healthy in 13 and 14. They're making...
2: They're not healthy in 13 because that's when Patrick Beverly undercuts Westbrook.
3: Sorry, you're right. You're right. So 14, they're healthy and they go all the way to the conference finals. And then, yeah, yeah, 15, they... Lose to the
2: eventual champions.
3: Correct. Then 15, they get... They have a hiccup where KD KD does his foot and Westbrook does the knee.
2: Yep.
3: And then 16, you're right. Everyone gets healthy. But... At the same time, you're forgetting that there is a team that's just come up out of nowhere that is a dynasty. Like they are the new Boston of that era. So they've gone, mm. they haven't brought in players, but they are essentially what Boston were to LeBron. Golden State is what Boston were to LeBron. So, mm. I mean, I get it. Yeah. If, and I like what Tosha, if there was cap space, I don't think Kevin Durant would have ever said, I want to play with LeBron James. But if there was cap space, you'd be dumb not to ask the question. It's just, and I think, at Golden State, more smart thinking by them. They're thinking about how to beat LeBron. They're not thinking about how do we beat OKC. They're thinking about how we beat LeBron.
2: And it's not, I think that's from Golden State. Of course, they're going to try to get the best players that they possibly can. Kevin Durant has the choice to say yes or not.
3: Uh, but LeBron had. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But
1: LeBron had I a mean, choice. LeBron had a choice in 2010 or whatever to go to. Uh, to go to where basically wherever whoever defit in you know he had meetings anywhere
2: exactly and he, he could have gone to he could have gone to Boston he but, made well, a choice but, to not join Boston.
1: Did like did he though? Did Boston have space to sign him and all that? Like, I mean that's that I mean that's the other question.
2: Well they took pay cards to join Miami so what's stopping him taking a pay card to join Boston if he all he wants to do is give himself the best chance to win a championship.
1: Mm. My, my other my other point too that i'd probably like to bring up would be that you know you said that he had a bona fide superstar in russell westbrook don't get me wrong i think russell westbrook had a you know has a pretty good career etched out for him but i mean the criticism of russell westbrook he's not like his his numbers like you know he averages triple doubles and all that but is he a winner like you know every every team he, he goes to and moves to and that you know he's like 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 to me LeBron and Wade and West, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook—they're not like they're not the same thing. Like you know, Dwayne Wade is uh, proven, and Russell Westbrook is just—he just puts up good numbers, but he's not a winner.
2: Yeah, but LeBron wasn't leaving Dwayne Wade like Kevin Durant left for Russell Westbrook. LeBron James was leaving Mo Williams. To join Dwayne
1: Wade.
0: What's what's the difference between my Williams and Russell Westman? <laughs> we don't have enough time, Pat. We do not have enough
1: time.
2: <laughs> what's known doesn't need to be said.
1: <laughs> Look, I think um I think that there's, you know, there's definitely going to be disagreements and definitely um you know, there's gonna always gonna be this debate, but you know, they're my reasons why I think they're very similar.
3: At the end of the day, they're both smart moves, right? They both got what they wanted out of it. They both left and they both got two rings.
2: Mm. They did. And when Kawhi Leonard won his first ring in finals MVP in 2014, the debate show never brought up would you rather Kawhi's one over LeBron's two?
3: Because he had Tim Duncan.
2: No, but the question was never asked would you rather one ring over two? The fact that the question gets asked that would you rather, because as everyone says, two is always better than one. So in most cases, that's going to be a simple debate. The fact that they actually ask the question would you rather one ring of Yanis's versus two over Kevin Durant shows that there's a level of, um, you could call it animosity or a question over the legitimacy of those two rings that Kevin Durant has won because of what he did.
1: I, think I, this mean, is I the I,
2: generation
3: I, we're in, right? People just love to hate.
1: Mm. But I mean, but it's I mean, I also is. think that I also think that during the during the Miami Heat era when they won titles and all that, there was lots of talk around, you know, um, like LeBron joining Miami and was that, you know, was that just as a way to win a guaranteed ship and all. That. Like, I mean, I don't think I don't think there was no commentary about the fact that you know, the decision LeBron's made to put him in the best position to win a ring doesn't it, does it really count as a ring. Because I know that back in 2012, 2011, 2012, 2013, there was all that debate in all the shows about, you know, like, like LeBron's move being as, you know, joining all these superstars, making the next big super team and all that. Was his ring, you know, legitimate and well-deserved and well-earned? And I think the only thing that really saved him from that is, losing in 2011 somehow gave people this sense of sense of idea that, oh, because he, because he lost his fur in his first year, that's when he won the second and third year, it was somehow more legitimate. But I mean, you know, like that's, that's like saying if, if KD went there, went to gold state wars, and they didn't win their first year, then won the next two. Does that mean that his is his, his has more weight to it then? Like, you know, re- like realistically, when, like, when LeBron left to, to go to Miami, he was going there for guaranteed, guaranteed rings as far as I'm concerned. And between the same thing with KD did. I think, I
3: think the only difference between their moves is that Golden State were actually had played in a final series before he left. Like Le, Le, LeBron was leaving Miami and creating a team that was going to play in mm-hmm. that end of the season. It's they, the played same.
2: In, they played in two finals and won one ring and they yeah, won, won 73 games.
3: Yeah, but I mean, it's exactly. It's imagine if imagine if he like what if it's if they won this year right? So if, if Brooklyn won it this year, you could probably say it's the same thing oh he, he got Kyra to come join him and he got harden to join. Him.
2: No because you've got to, you've got to go for the the eye test of what actually happened. So people when he made the decision and they' were burning the jersey saying yes these championships are not going to be legitimate they're, they're, they're buying rings, they're not one, not two, not three all that sort of stuff but as it went on and you watched it you saw what happened in 2011 when they come out 8 and 9 you saw what happened with the collapse in the 2011 finals. You saw what happened in 2012 with the battles of health with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. You saw what happened in the Eastern Conference finals when Boston went up 3-2 on them and LeBron had to have the greatest game of his career in game six just to save their season. You saw what happened in 2013 with the Spurs team that took them to the limit and it took the greatest final quarter from LeBron James in NBA Finals history just to save them in game six to get to a game seven and then score 37 points points to win that championship. You saw the Spurs then run through them in 2014. In that run when Kevin Durant went to Golden State, outside of Chris Paul getting hurt in that Houston series, name a time when they actually struggled to win games or win a playoff series. They just barnstormed through everyone and got to the finals and, again, barnstormed through Cleveland because they were just so much better. Whereas that Miami team, they had to struggle. They had to fight because there was other teams that could compete with them. No one could compete with that Golden State team if they played at 85%. And you had to play at 100%. You had to be perfect. And even if they were 85%, they were still beating you. And that's what I think people see is just – the ease in which Golden State were able to run through everyone in that three year stretch.
3: I don't I don't think they should be discredited for that, just because they run a good system and their coach is a lot better than Eric Spolstra and runs a better system. Like it's, <laughs> hey, I mean at the not, end of the not t- hate on Eric. I
2: mean, at the end of the
3: day, that's what you—that's what you really. talking like, and GM. So basically, the GM and the coach made the difference. They—they've got mm-hmm. better, better, better bench players, better rotation players, and that he run a better system. Like, it's you can't—you've got—you've got the great. You've got a, a completely different era in basketball kind of basketball. You can't try to compare to. You've got guys that can shoot the ball like there's no other tomorrow. So mm-hmm. all you need is to bring guys that can set a screen, and can flick the ball around. Whereas. Miami struggled because they didn't have an identity. They didn't have – and it's, this, it's the same way as LeBron teams always go. And that's why the, when he goes back to Cleveland, it made such a difference because he's got a ball handler and that's what's missing with LA. He doesn't have a ball handler. LeBron needs a, a secondary ball handler because when he gets gassed or when he gets to a stage where, you know, he can't continue to, to take over and they start clamping on him, he needs that other person to be able to step up and, 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 and make – facilitate those plays. Whereas at Golden State – Leandro Barbosa could look like a superstar running. That <laughs> like, they've got a system that just works. You know, Andrew Bogut has a lot of the time where he's got the ball in his hands and he's, he's set and plays and he's hit and go. So I think, you know, that it, it, Golden State make it look easy because their system was that good. Like it's, mm. They were just they were revolutionary in how they played offense. I think mm. that's, and- that's the difference, right? And, and if I'm KD and you know, the way I play, he prefers to be a jump shooter than attack in the ring. That system's perfect. He doesn't have to do as much. He doesn't have to work hard to get shots. Like he goes there to where he knows he's going to get easy buckets. Whereas LeBron's a totally different player where he needs to be a workhorse and he couldn't play in that offense. Like he could now, but in those in back in that day in when he was making a move, he couldn't play in that style of offense because he needs a ball in his hands.
1: mean, I mean, look at the Spurs too. I mean, the Spurs are similar. They just play a system that, I mean, really they had good pieces in their system with Duncan and Parker and Ginobili and Kawhi Leonard and whatnot. But, you know, like in the end, like they ran a good system. They had a good coaching pop, um, you know, like, I mean, in my opinion, like Spurs shouldn't have ever beaten um, Miami even in 2014, really. Um, But they did because they, you know, ran a good system.
2: And Kawhi Leonard, uh, yeah, and Kawhi Leonard, and three Hall of defense. Famers, and <laughs> Patty Mills was hitting everything from three, and Danny Green set records. Danny, from three. Danny Green was historic, all-time all greatest our... point in Popovich, greatest coach. How
1: old was Tim Duncan? How old was, Tim Duncan? How, how old was yeah. Tim Duncan in that in That's 2014?
2: 34. No, in that in 2014, I think he was 37. Oh, shit.
1: I think he was, I think he was old as hell. <laughs>
2: All exactly. Right. Kevin Durant just had to just sit into a system and didn't have to build a thing. LeBron had to go and build a system.
0: <laughs> I'm jumping All in right. with two, two rapid fires before we get any. here. First one, how many rings does KD finish his career with? We know Barkas has got no more coming because he's zero earlier in the pod. Tosh, how many more?
1: He wins two more. Pat?
0: Brooklyn Brooklyn, next two years.
3: He's getting one. He's getting one. He's getting one.
0: I'll go one more because I think he has to because then he can be compared to Miami and I'll just leave the the, Blondesburg. I'll leave that there. Where's Giddy going in the draft, Heath?
1: Uh, Top 10. Tosh? Uh, Between 10 and 15. Ooh, Pat?
3: Seven to Golden State Warriors.
0: And I'll go 10th to the Pelicans. Why, Pat? Why is he going 10th to the Pelicans? Because then that's
3: going to make room for Lonzo Ball to come... <laughs> to Chicago.
0: Correct. 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 All right, gents, let's let's get out of here so we can watch the Boomers in two hours and twenty minutes. <laughs> Go to Boomers. Go Pat to Boomers. Tosh, thanks for your time. We'll definitely do this again.